Hey, welcome to Positive Identity. This is your host, Julie Baker. Take a journey with me to find your unidentified missing pieces, your unique and colorful fingerprint in the world. Discover your true self and positively identify why it is you felt shortchanged in life. Let's investigate how you can overcome your personal obstacles to break through the ceilings that prevent your success in your personal life and in your business. It's as simple as setting goals and being accountable. You're not alone. We're all on a journey. So open your mind and let's get started. Today, I wanted to touch on some of the topics that we've already discussed over the past few episodes to try to get a grasp on exactly what you've accomplished or what's happened over the last few episodes. So we talked about dreaming, uh, determining what our treasure is and what type of legacy we want to leave for our families, our children, uh, just in the world in general. And we've talked about branding, like branding our life, our family, our personality, our business, whatever that might be. What is your brand? We've discussed what is your brand? What do you want to stand for? How do you want to be seen? How do you want to be remembered? And when I say, how do you want to be remembered? I don't mean necessarily when you're gone, but how do you want to be remembered when people think about a certain topic? They think of you. That's branding. Like when you see the big golden arches, what do you think of? McDonald's. That's their brand. For you, branding would be more, as a person, would be more uh, defining as what you stand for. It's as opposed to what it looks like or what a, you know, like it's not going to be a golden arches or a check mark for for Nike kind of thing, but more what language is it that speaks to who you are and what you stand for. We talked about goal setting and taking baby steps. So goal setting is actually seeing that end game, seeing that legacy, seeing that treasure, your dream out there in the future. And this, and we backed out from that to get the baby steps that we need to take in order to get there. And we talked about establishing habits. And I wanted to go a little bit deeper into that a little bit, just a little bit. Establishing habits, what does that look like? We know we have bad habits and then we have to create new habits in order to get us to that place where we're functioning daily, doing the same things in order to get those baby steps accomplished to reach our goals. So establishing um, habits, one would be like, for example, with Keller Williams in real estate, we have what's called a 66-day challenge. So on those 66 days, we have to specifically do exactly what we said we're going to do every single day for 66 days because uh, it's proven, I guess, that 66 days um, doing the same thing, you can create a habit. So if you wanted to say you wanted to start exercising more, 
So if you start doing, you know, five minutes a day for 66 days, you'll see it increase um, over those 66 days. And then working out every day becomes a habit. Okay. Um, and the other thing that you can do is what's called time blocking. Also something I've learned from Keller Williams is to take what specifically you want to do for that day and put it in a time block. So say, for example, I want to do some lead generation. I want to take a block of time every week or, you know, it could be a block of time every day for lead generation. So say I want to make 100 phone calls or I want to send out 50 note cards or I want to... Um, look at preview 15 properties. I want to take a block of time out of my calendar and say, this is that time that I'm going to block for that goal to accomplish that week or that day. And nothing else can touch that time. So if I do touch that time, something else I've learned from Keller Williams is erase and replace. Erase and replace you have to take that chunk of, of time that you've just interrupted with something else and put it somewhere else in your week or in your day. Your mission is to make sure that that does not budge. That is your number one thing that you have to accomplish that day. So you don't want to, um, let me give you an example. In real estate, often, a client will call and say, oh my gosh, there's this vacant house. I want to go see it. Can we get in today? Sure. Okay, so I, my clients are more important to me. So I'm going to have to drop everything in order to try to accomplish what they need, not me. So because I have to do that, something on my calendar may not get done. Part of my time block might not be um, the most important thing that day, all of a sudden my client has become more important. So I'm going to put my client in that time slot, and I'm going to take that piece of, of time that I had set aside for, say, lead generation. I'm going to move it, you know, an hour later or move it to the next day. But don't erase it. It's If you do erase it, you replace it in another section. So that's time blocking. Uh, we talked about conquering our limitations. And one of the steps towards conquering our limitations is to set aside our past and leaving our baggage behind us. Not picking it back up, not giving it any of our focus. Because what, you know, what we focus on is what we're feeding. So if we're feeding our past and that's where our focus is, that's what's going to grow. So all of those traumas and turmoil and bitterness and angst is going to grow inside of us instead of the steps that are leading towards our future goals. Always remember that that which we focus on grows. That which we feed grows. We've been feeding into those problems of our past, which is causing things that have happened to us in our present because of that focus. And that leads to the effect. So think of a cause and effect situation. 
the cause is the thing that happened and the effect is the things that happens because of what happened, because that's our focus. So we want to put down our past baggage and eliminate the cause so that we can change the effect. You see how that is? That works. We have to change the causes that are leading to the effects. What effects do you want to see happen? We want to keep our eye on those baby steps that are getting us to our goal and not focus on anything behind us. Think about it this way. You want to eliminate the cause instead of battling the effects. We want to interrupt these limiting patterns. And those things are the, the, the effects or the causes that are limiting us from reaching the effects that we seek, like our goals and our dreams and treasures. It's a kind of like a form of conditioning our minds. We want to empower the positivity and banish the negativity, leaving the negative behind us and focusing on positive moving forward steps. How do we do that? We take every thought captive. The other way we do that is our expectation meditation and bringing our minds into that space, into that place of thinking of everything that you want as it already is in our lives so that that is our focus, as if it already exists. We talked about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a huge piece of setting down our past and leaving that baggage behind. Without forgiveness, it festers in us and it remains with us. All of these things, these steps have to be consistent. You have to consistently remember to take every thought captive, to set that baggage down every time you think of picking it back up, being persistent towards your goals, being persistent in time blocking, being persistent in doing the same thing every day for 66 days to create better habits. You have to be committed to the process, but more so you have to be willing to be committed to the process. If you're not willing to do the work, that then you can't commit to the process. It's a form of conviction, like a declaration to achieve your goals. Like speaking it out loud. We, we talked about speaking it out loud so that you hear it from yourself. The commitments that you've made, the forgiveness, um, the goals that you're, you've set, make those declarations so that you can constantly hear yourself tell yourself the direction you're going. And we talked a little bit about success, and that's where I kind of want to go towards that a little bit today. It looks different for every individual. I mean, success is really uh, a way of taking, like, let's see, pain versus pleasure. Think of pain versus pleasure. Um, 
Tony Robbins talks a lot about that. We try to go away from pain and we focus on gaining pleasure. And those things look different for everyone. So that's kind of where we're going with success because success sometimes to people is conquering the pain. So if you think about um, an alcoholic, let's take for example, someone who has gone through trauma in their past, had the cause has affected the effects are alcoholism because they drink to forget their past. And so it's like you're covering one pain for another. But to an alcoholic, the alcohol is pleasure because it drowns out that pain. Where to the person living with the alcoholic, the alcoholism is actually the pain because they can't find any pleasure in their partner. So you have to evaluate what are your pains and what are your pleasures and focus on changing habits to create better pleasures and making your pleasure being reaching your goals, reaching your dreams, taking baby steps. You want to go from your fears and find freedom. So your fear of what's happened in the past happening again, I think is a lot of the problem we face when we live in our past. When we can't let go of our past, it's because we fear of it happening to us again. So a lot of, let's give you an example. If somebody breaks up with you, you're in a passionate relationship with someone, you think it's the one and you're going to live with this person forever and then he breaks up with you or she breaks up with you. And that is your one of your pains. So now going forward, you're like, I don't even want to date anymore because I don't ever want to feel that pain again. So you stay alone and then the loneliness takes over and then that becomes your pain. So you see where I'm going with this? You have to try to focus on what your goals are and accepting the pain as a learning experience. Learn from it. Learn from any of your past experiences. What has that time taught you? Has it taught you that you're a strong person, that you can conquer these feelings? You can get through those traumas and those trials, that you can become stronger because of them. Have you learned that you can move forward from those things? Have you learned that you can put your baggage down and move forward? That you can have dreams. And just because of the pain that you've had in the past does not mean you can't have pleasure in your future that will be a legacy to leave behind. I mean, a legacy can be anything. How people see you, it could be a written book, your journal, um, a podcast, whatever that looks like for you. How do you want to be remembered? 
Tony Robbins um, always said, and I have before me, if, if this was visual, I would show you my wall in front of me. I have questions um, on sticky notes in front of me. And the reason that I have those is because when I have negative thoughts, I want to change my perspective. And so you have to ask yourself different questions. So a lot of times we'll be like, why am I feeling so bad? Why am I, why am I crying? Why am I um, picking up this next drink? And instead we have to change those questions to change our mindset. So he talks about like, okay, so let's ask instead, let's ask the question, what will make a difference? What will make a difference in me? What will make a difference in my steps? What will make a difference to others? How will I add value to another person? How can I contribute to others? Or, or even just what are some of my favorite memories? So you can go there in your mind and think of things that will make you smile, make you happy again. And then ask yourself, what am I happy about right now? Like, what do I have that's blessing me now? Do I have a roof over my head? Yeah. If you're listening to me right now, it is very likely you have a roof over your head, you have power, you have a computer, you have um, possibly headphones or a cell phone. You have a car. You might be listening to this in your car. What th These are blessings that so many people in this world don't have. You are blessed. And thinking of those things instead of the past. Changing your mindset. Asking yourself questions that will turn your mind to a better perspective. What is really great in my life right now? Or how can I help more people. You want to always think of value. Think value. One, we talk about in our expectation meditation, we talk about I am of value. I have value. Always want to remember that, that you have value. But you also want to be adding value. Being successful is adding value to the world. It can be small. It can be large. It can be huge. What value are you adding to the world? That's being successful. Being successful in changing who you are or changing your perspective, that's adding value to yourself. So always think of success as being adding value. Okay, you want to focus on offering value to others and become a person of value. You have to accept responsibility. You are the only one that can change you. And here's some of the things that you can change. How you speak to yourself. Only you can do that. How you ask questions of yourself to change your perspective. You can do that. How you respond to others. Do you respond to others because of your past? Or do you respond to others because you want to add value? You are responsible for what you let settle into your heart. If someone speaks something to you you don't want to receive, you don't have to. 
Don't receive it. Don't take it in. Don't let it settle in. You have the the control over what beliefs you make a priority in your life. What dreams you have. You're in control of those. And you're in control of how you behave, how you respond, whether to be to others or to your calendar or to your 66 uh, days trying to create habits. How you behave or how the actions that you take, that's up to you. Only you can do those. And only you can determine where you focus your energy. Deciding to, deciding to ask yourself positive questions is how you're going to change the, the cause and effect. It's going to change the cause because you're only going to allow causes that are positive that therefore will change the effects to be only positive effects. We want to get, some of you are, are just trying to move forward um, from a place where you kind of got off track. It necess- not necessarily because of trauma. It's just something sidetracked you. Well, we want to go back to the place where you went off track. That's like the only reason that you would want to go backwards is because or, or, or kind of take a detour, not necessarily going backwards, but taking a detour to get back on track, get back on the path where you went off in order to get on the correct track, correct path towards your goals. A lot of times success means fixing something you hate. Think about something that just gives you the most grief, something that is so, gives you angst. It makes you just like, I just want that to change right now. I just want that to change. Like I see on my, um, what is that? My, where I live, we have a page, a, a, it's a historical page. It's supposed to be about the history of where I live. Um, but people get in there and they start complaining about things that are going on in our town, like uh, trucks going down a street that they cannot maneuver, and then they end up having to back out of the street. And so they they are continuously complaining on this page about like, oh my gosh, it's happening again. Like, why aren't we doing something about this? Like, blah, blah, blah. That's complaining. How is that fixing the problem? So one of your goals might be like, I live on this street and I want these trucks to stop going down the street because one, it's danger to my family because my family plays on the street. Um, It's a danger to my car because now this Mack truck is backing down my street and might hit my car. Uh, It could be any of these things. So you want to do what? What, what can you do to fix the problem? Let's focus on the fix instead of the problem. Focusing on the problem is complaining and 
focusing on the fix is actually setting a new goal. It's doing something positive. It's adding value. You can add value to your block. Everybody's complaining about it. You're going to be the one that steps up and goes to the town and says, what can we do? What can I do? Do you need money? Let's, we can raise money or get a petition signed or, or whatever it takes to make the, the, the solution your focus. Whatever it takes to make the solution happen could be one of your goals. So fixing what causes you pain or what you hate is often one of your goals. So that's where hate or pain can actually become a positive. It doesn't have to be a negative in your life, but it could be the, the, the thing that launches you into a new goal. On the, in retrospect, or on the other hand, we do what we love most. What we love is what we spend our time on. What is it that you love? What is it that gets you up in the morning, gives you that like rush that it's like, oh, I get to do this today. You know, maybe you paint and you painting just takes you away into this glorious space. Or maybe you, um, like for me, I'm a real estate agent. I love that. I, I get up every morning and it gives me energy. Let me give you an example. I've been on vacation for a couple of days and with my husband, and it's basically a staycation um, until we leave, which we are leaving uh, on vacation. And But during those couple of days that I was home, I just looked so lazy and so like, oh, blah, 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 because I'm not working, because work gives me the energy. I'm passionate about real estate. I'm passionate about helping people achieve their dreams. And one of their dreams is home ownership. So because of my passion, I, I'm passionate about it. That gives me energy and it, it gets me going every day because I have an opportunity to help people. What is that for you? What does that look like for you? What gets you jazzed to get up in the morning or gets you jazzed when you get to do it? And how can you make that one of your achievable dreams? What are the steps to take? Say you might love skiing, water skiing, snow skiing. You might love to swim or run. What things can you do to achieve profit to make that profitable for you doing something that you love? Whatever it is that you feel passionate about, I believe that's your purpose. I believe that what energizes us is where we should be putting our focus because that's our gift. That's our unique talent. That's our, you know, if, if we're feeling so excited about it and we're so involved in it and, and so passionate, if we're so passionate about something, that's typically the direction we should be going. So Peter Vargas started out the other day. I was listening to him. And he was talking about the four Ps that he, he came up with. I actually came up with six. I decided to add a couple. But something about um, being successful. 
So first there's obviously determining what, what is our purpose? What anchors us? What gives us that feeling of this is where I'm supposed to be right here. I'm going to drop anchor right here. This is me. This is, this is who I am. This is the gift that God gave me to pursue, to, to focus on, give my focus. Your passion, that's your passion. So you have purpose, passion, persistence. We've already talked about being persistent towards our goals, reaching our goals. Proficiency, what are your skills? What is it that you're gifted at that that you believe that this particular purpose is yours? What is your proficiency? What is your skill set that uh, allows you to think that's what's the direction you should be going in and profit. We, that's what made me just think of these P's because of profit. Profit is how we get paid, how we sustain what it is that we want to achieve. If we don't profit, can we move forward with our goal? Can we achieve that goal without profit? Profit is how you get paid. And that's, you know, if you're creating a business and people, people are always the most important thing, like people or not, whatever you choose to do is, it it should add value, add value to the sport, add value to the people, add value to the world, add value to your family. Thinking of value is your number one goal is to think value because adding value is success. There's, uh, let's see. We talked about steps being the planning. So that's your careful planning. Steps are what is going to need to be taken in order to get where I want to go. That's your plan. That's planning. So to determine you, your goal, you have to determine what you want, what moves you. Is it achievable? Say yes to yourself. And then guard what you say. You want to guard what you're telling people. You want to Give yourself time to build that goal within your being, like build it up in your person. Take a couple of steps, see how it's working before you start spreading to the world what your goal is. Let me give you an example. There was a new... um, transdermal gel that I decided to uh, start selling at one juncture in my life. And the reason that I did that was because I tried it and it was just amazing to me. I was listening to mostly the value it was adding to other people, which always jazzes me up. If if I can add value and I could help people feel better, then, then I'm stoked and I'm in. I'm all in. Like I jumped in hook, line, and sinker. I went out and I got the phone number. The I got an 800 number. Uh, what, I don't even remember what it was. Let's see. Uh, I got gel or something like that. 
was my, my phone number to reach me. Um, I got the license plate that said, I got gel. Still have it, just, just so you know, because I never changed it. Um, and I kind of jumped in full head on. And then I started gaining weight because of the gel. So I went off it, and now I have these license plates that says I got gel. <laughs> and a phone number that says I got gel. And that is because I jumped in head first. Instead of waiting until I saw how it went, took some of the steps, used the product for a while. You know, every one of the, the coaches that were coaching me was telling me, oh, just jump right in. Just do it. Just, you know, you don't want to wait. I'm going to tell you the opposite. I'm going to tell you to do what the Bible tells you to do. Give it 40 days. Moses was up on that mountain for 40 days before he came down with those tablets from God. With his steps. Here's my steps. These are my 10 commandments. It took me 40 days walking through the mountains to gain this perspective. Give yourself those 40 days. Think about, oh, even better, Joseph and the coat of many colors. I don't know if you guys are Bible readers or have heard these stories before. I'm assuming most have, not everyone. But the story of Joseph and the coat of many colors is the perfect person to think of when we're going through what we're going through right now and, and, and leaving our baggage behind. He was hated by his brothers. His brothers hated him because his father loved him so much. He was the baby. And we know how that is if you're, if you're not the baby. <laughs> and his dad just said, you know, you're going to be the one that's going to be the achiever in the family. And then the brothers were just so jealous of that relationship that they hated him. And so one time Joseph had a dream and he went out to the fields to tell his brothers the dream. And he was talking about his brothers bowing down to him. And he decided, or the brothers decided, that's it. We're done. Like, I'm never going to bow down to him. There's, that's not going to happen. So they made a plan to kill him. And instead of killing him, they couldn't get themselves to do it. So they put him, they sold him off to, uh, to the, to the uh, Egyptians. So he sells them off to the Pharaoh and he ends up being a slave for most of his life. Going through this, being a slave, being, um, kind of tormented in his life uh, to the point where he was still offering value. He still chose to continue to offer value to the, to the people he was serving. He was okay being a servant. He was going to make the most of the situation he was in. And so he continued to add value and serve by uh, responding to dreams um, uh, translating dreams, those kinds of things. And the Pharaoh's wife decided that she wanted a piece of the action and went to him and he said no. And she decided to say that he raped her. So now Joseph goes to jail. So now he's in jail. Okay. So he's done nothing but offer value 
continuously offering value and they're throwing him in jail. Now he's spending time in jail. What is he doing there? Now he's adding value to the inmates. He's choosing to continue to add value, to continue to do God's work in this particular story. He's chosen to be his positive self no matter the trial that he's going through. And then what happens? He, he, the Pharaoh has a dream and he's really taken back by it and he's frantic about it. He's talking about famine and, and having to live without when I've had so much and now I had this dream that we're going to live without. And what, what does he do? He goes to Joseph because Joseph is translating dreams and can do something about it and chooses to, to raise Joseph up into the statuous position in his court. Now he's running things. He goes from jail to running a community and being in charge of because he's been hearing from God and they're choosing to trust that and believe in that that they're going to follow him so that they can keep them safe and fed and, and do the work that God's telling him to do in order that they don't have to live through the famine, that they can actually ha have provisions through that time. And so his brothers are starving and come to him not knowing who he is. And they end up bowing down to this man thinking, please feed us. And then they realize who it is when Joseph says, brothers, do you not know who I am? And now here they are bowing down to him, just as he had seen in his vision so many years before. What does he do? Does he choose to continue to be bitter towards his brothers? Does he continue to want bad for them? No, he adds value to their lives. He chooses to feed them. He chooses them. He chooses to tell them to go get their father, go get his father, bring him, and I will take care of you. He chooses again, no matter what the past held, he chose to add value. He chose to be kind. He chose to be giving to contribute to people's lives. No matter what they've done to him, he chose to be the person of value that he decided to be for his life. He's not dwelling in the past. He, he even told them, it wasn't you that put me here. It was God. God had a plan. God had a plan for me to go through what I went through so that I can provide for you now. I can provide, I can feed my father. I can provide for the, for the people of this community because God spoke to me and told me how to provide during the famine while everyone else in other communities are not doing well. The people of God in the community where Joseph was serving were being fed because he had a plan. He decided, I'm not going to focus on hate in a bad way. I'm not going to hate my brothers because of what they did to me. I want to take that instead of, of, of 
considering that a negative, I'm going to turn it into a positive in my life. I'm going to make it a positive thing and I'm going to serve people. I'm going to add value to people's lives. I'm going to allow God to use me in this situation and provide for this community. And you can do that too. So let's do our, I know I went a little over today. I was really jazzed up about this one. So (laughs) I apologize for going over and I hope you'll listen to the end because I want you to go through our expectation meditation as well today. So let's get started with that. Go ahead. Sit back, relax, get comfortable, wiggle whatever it is you need to wiggle in order to get really settled in. And let's go ahead and start our expectation meditation with a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Value in. Hate out. Success in. Defeat out. Remember the I am. Remember I will. Remember I have. I have hope. I have value. I am worthy. I have peace. I am generous. I am successful. I am focused. I am proactive. I have purpose. I have an abounding love. I am joyful. I have a positive attitude. I am in control of my actions. I have justice. I am free. I am blessed. I am energized. I have opportunity. I am fabulous. I am awesome. I am incredible. I am inspired. I am an inspiration to others. I am invincible. I am centered. I am empowered. I am moving forward. Now take another deep breath in and out. A deep breath in, value, and out with the past. As we go forward with our week, we just remember always that we are looking to add value to others, to our world, to our families. How can we do that? Those are our goals. That's our brand. How we can add value is our brand. 
Take what you've been through, learn from it, accept it, learn from it. And move forward with the lessons that you've learned and choose to add value to others. Then you will be successful. Have Thank you for tuning in to Positive Identity. If you would like to continue to seek your missing puzzle piece, simply subscribe to this channel. If you'd like a free consultation about my coaching and accountability program, you can forward me your information through my real estate website at jazzedteam.kw.com. That's J-A-Z-Z-E-D-T-E-A-M.K-W.com. Be sure to leave a comment. I love your feedback. Until next time, here's to your success.